We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to another edition of The Butcher versus the Spin Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. I'm Neil McCready. There's Greg Jones. He's the butcher from LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. And there's Campbell McCready. She's the spin instructor, among other things, at Zen Studios there in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. We got eight games to get to, including a couple of big games involving their teams. Uh, suddenly, Arkansas and Ole Miss making noise in the SEC and got a chance to make real noise this weekend with a couple of huge games in Athens and, of course, the one that all you guys are interested in, the one in Tuscaloosa, Ole Miss and Alabama, Arkansas and Georgia. We got Auburn at LSU, Florida at Kentucky. We got a good slate of games this week. This is like SEC football, the calendar turning October, the whole deal. So we'll get to all that in a second. First, hello to both of you. Hello. Hello. All right. Uh, we had a big weekend. Um, had an open date last week, Greg. Now you got a, you got Alabama week. There's going to be a lot of people uh, lighting the grills, nervously pounding beers or whatever else there is over the course of Saturdays. So I'm guessing that you all are, uh, are are getting pretty geared up for that this big weekend. And then a week later, you got um, Campbell and the Razorbacks coming to town for uh, for a big game in Oxford as the home slate of the Ole Miss schedule starts to get to us. Arkansas, then LSU, then three games in November. So a lot going on. What's happening at LB's? Oh, uh, you know, just same old, same old, stocking it up for the weekend, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, we made some boudin this week, so uh, some fresh uh, pork boudin, and we also made the crawfish boudin. So um, those are always good options to have. Uh, ribeye rib sausage and, you know, uh, cut, my mom's got all the mushrooms, all her mushrooms ready to go. So uh, poppers. So, yeah, just uh, getting the fish, uh, fresh fish in tomorrow. And, uh, you know, just a very basic uh, weekend. And hopefully uh, hopefully a lot of people are uh, grilling out and enjoying themselves uh, and hopefully watching an Ole Miss victory this weekend. We'll see. Yeah, should be a, should be a great weekend of football. Uh, Campbell and, and Carolina both coming home. Uh, uh, Friday, so we'll be we'll be I'll be stopping at LB's Friday morning, getting some uh, getting some steaks and stuff for uh, for that. All right, let's let's dive into the games because there's a bunch of good ones. I mean, there's a lot to get to this week. We've had some couple weekends where we had to like search for content. Not not this time. We got some good ones. So eighth ranked Arkansas heads to uh, number two Georgia. This is games at 11 a.m. You can see it on ESPN. The uh, Hogs are undefeated after. Uh, 
beating Texas A&M in Arlington last week, like both Greg and Campbell predicted that they would. And um, Georgia, meanwhile, undefeated. Georgia beat Vanderbilt 7,406, if I get it right, to nothing. Georgia had more points than Vanderbilt had yards. And I think they had uh, more touchdowns than first downs. Georgia had more touchdowns than Vanderbilt had first downs. Yeah, it's it's. I think that's good. It's a rough day at the office for the doors, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into this one. Arkansas getting 18 points at uh, second-ranked Georgia. Greg, you uh, you had another strong week last week. You went. Let's see. I've got the numbers here. You went six and two against the spread. So for the people that are like, I don't understand this silly little show. These people are winning. Greg went six and two. He's now 28 and 10 for the year. Campbell had a good week. She went five and three against the spread. She's now 21 and 17. She's making money. The bookie's not trying to repossess her car or something. I mean, everything's going good. So, but Greg, you have the lead. You won again last week. So we'll let you start off here with uh, Arkansas and Georgia. It's an 18 point line. What do you think? And I like Arkansas. I mean, you know, I think that they're sleepy good and it's just, uh, you know, kind of a credit to the the hire. I know uh, Sam Pittman wasn't the, you know, the blockbuster hire, you know, that Lane Kiffin was in, at, at Ole Miss. But, you know, it's all about hiring the right person for the right job. And I think they found their guy and, uh, you know, they're playing good football. And um, I just think that's a lot of points, especially for um, the way Arkansas has been playing and the teams that they've beaten already. You know, a good – I think Texas A&M's a little bit on the overrated side. And, and you know, they – beat Texas, and uh, so I, I like Arkansas a lot this weekend. Along those lines, JT Daniels, the Georgia quarterback, story comes out today that he's going to be limited. He's got an oblique issue that has led to a lat issue. Not going to be able to play as much. There's a chance that Stetson Bennett has to play a lot against that Arkansas defense. That could that could make that interesting. All right, Campbell, I, I know you're going to pick Arkansas, but <laughs> for those of us who weren't in Arlington last week, set the, set the stage. What happened? What was it like? Um, it was really fun. Me and my friends got we a party bus picked us up at our hotel in downtown Dallas at 10 a.m. And then we went to the game and we went to me and four of my friends went to Texas Live, which was really fun. Yeah. And um, then um, sorry, someone just walked in. It's hard when I live in a sorority house with 90 people. Um, and then um, we went to the tailgates. All the frats have like a big tent set up and stuff. And then I stayed for the whole game. It's a lot nicer when it's air conditioned. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And um, it was just everyone, no one sat down, like not even once. So it was a really fun game to be at. I'm glad I went. So this was your first experience with Texas A&M people. I want to get your thoughts on just what you, well, your second, because you went to the game your freshman year. What did you observe from the Aggies? Because I'm not a big fan. Honestly, I didn't think they were that obnoxious. They, I mean, they didn't really do anything that made me. Did they like, sing think, songs together? And the, the, the Yes, they did. And they did that. I mean, they were, whatever song they sing before like the game starts, they did that. But also I can't say too much because we did call the hogs like 30 times uh, for every five minutes. So, sure. you know, so I can't make too much fun. But it was funny when they started like, at the end of the game, this like 10 minutes were left and they were all just leaving. Yeah, they were exiting so, fast. They were they were getting out of there about five, six minutes to go. They, yeah. The, the writing was on the wall. Um, Campbell, didn't you get make TV? Did she get on TV? 
I got on the I got on the jumbotron with my friends. It was really fun. There, the guy was like standing. We were pretty close. We had really good seats. It was all random too. So we just got lucky, I guess. And the guy was like, "Do y'all want to be on the jumbotron?" And of course, we like freaked out. So, <laughs> um, so I have to tell you this, Greg. We have a family text chain that uh, is usually at football games. It's usually just a couple of pictures of like the girls doing their little supermodel imitations and stuff. And then, and then they're done, you know, they they go to the football game. They stay for like, I don't know, five, six minutes. It's hot. They leave. Uh, This game was different. The, the, the text chain is about football throughout the course of, and I I couldn't see the game. I was at Carson soccer game in Jackson. And of course, Carson was playing soccer. So he wasn't involved, but it was really kind of funny to watch the women in, uh, in our family, the females in our family get so into a football game. Do you feel like now, Campbell, you, you know more about, in this case, Arkansas football, Texas A&M football than you did before? Did it make you more, more apt to follow future games, or are you planning to go shopping on Saturday? <laughs> um, I, will, I feel like I'm more invested into Arkansas football now that we're good. Before, I really did not – like my freshman year, I did not care at all. But it's been fun having us win, and everyone's really excited. So, yeah, I would think that campus is buzzing. A couple of campuses buzzing these days. So, I'm assuming you're taking Arkansas on the points. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Tennessee is at Missouri. This game also at 11 a.m. It's an SEC Network game. Tennessee coming off of a loss at Florida. Missouri coming off of a loss at Boston College. Uh, again, 11 a.m. SEC Network. Campbell, you're up. What do you think? Tennessee plus three at Missouri. Um, well, all I know is Tennessee is not very good, like you told me. Um, so because of that, I'll just go with Missouri on this one. <laughs> all right, Greg, she's going to take Missouri and lay three points. Um, <clears throat> I mean, this is it's gonna, uh, it sounds like a nap game. You know, this is like a sleep in uh, and miss this game, the 11 o'clock game. See, I don't know. I, I, I think Missouri, I'll take the, I'll take, I'll just, I'll, I'll go against her. We'll, we'll see. We'll just, Roll the dice and take Missouri. All right, Greg's going to go with the balls. It's fine. It, it, like you said, it's an absolute. If Georgia-Arkansas is remotely entertaining, no one's watching this. Um, all right, the big game in uh, this part of the country, this neck of the woods, and probably the biggest game nationally. It's one of the two big national games. Arkansas-Georgia is a big game. But Ole Miss at Alabama, a huge game in Tuscaloosa, 2-30 on CBS, Ole Miss, was off last weekend. The Rebels are 3-0. and Alabama destroyed Southern Mississippi, as we expected last week. The Tide 4-0, and 1-0 in the league. Ole Miss is a 14-point underdog here, Campbell, heading to Tuscaloosa. What do you think? Um, well, I'm really hoping both Arkansas and Ole Miss win the, this weekend because I can't say the same for the next weekend. So um, this weekend I'll go with Ole Miss – Maybe they can um, pull through for this one. So, All right, Greg, she's going with the Rebels. She's taking the 14. I'm going to bet you do the same. I'm curious, do you think Ole Miss wins this game or just covers the line? Well, I mean, you know, uh, I'm definitely taking the Rebels. I, you know, you have, you, you have to um, not make mistakes in Tuscaloosa. Uh, if Alabama turns the ball over, you have to get seven points. Uh, you can't, you know, have a uh, – you know, big, uh, big run and you'd be called back on a holding penalty or stuff like that. So you really got to play a perfect game to, to go to Tuscaloosa. And uh, 
run them out of their own stadium. But, you know, the, the revs are hot right now. Um, you know, the offense is clicking, and I think the defense is sneaky good. Uh, the, you can see a lot more, um, I would say, a lot more, um, you know, the X's are in O's, the X's are in the right spots. That Like, as to a couple years ago, they weren't in the right spots. So, um, you know, it's uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. I, I can't wait for it. Um, you know, it's going to be on national television. You know, you can watch it in New York all the way to California. So uh, it's going to be a big stage for the Rebs. And uh, hopefully uh, Michael Wilbon will watch this uh, game because I know he hasn't watched a college football game in probably four years. But with that being said, uh, you know, shame on him. Uh, he, 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 he needs to get a clue. Uh, with that being said. He made an ass of himself yesterday, no doubt. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I guess uh, – I didn't even know that show was on uh, anymore. You know, I uh, I played Old Waverly yesterday, and we went to the condos at uh, at Mossy Oak, and I was sitting there watching TV, and we clicked it on ESPN, and I was like, oh, PTI still on? And then it had the rundown. It was Ole Miss in Alabama, and I literally saw that live, and I'm like, man, this guy is awful. You know, like, this show needs to be done. I mean, the, they should have canceled it after its 10-year anniversary, I would think. I'm going to guess, Campbell, that you have literally no idea what it is that we're talking about right now. <laughs> you know what? And in, this, and, and in this case, good for you. Good, absolutely yeah. good for you. Yeah. Michael Wilbon and PTI and quite frankly, all non-sports games content on ESPN is trash. Yeah. ESPN is trash. Yeah. So be glad, Campbell, that you don't know. you. That's a, that's a victory for you. I ought to give you a point there. All right. Uh, Troy. Coming off of a loss to ULM, Troy goes to South Carolina. The Gamecocks played well against Kentucky, did not did not win. Uh, Kentucky covered the line just barely. Vegas is good. The line was five and a half. Kentucky won by six. Troy is at South Carolina, Greg. It's a 2.30 game on the SEC Network that no one outside of the moms of the two teams will watch. But what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with South Carolina. I, the, I will actually watch that game and – some head, uh, some head, head scratching coaching moves uh, during that game. Uh, Beamer had an opportunity to kick a field goal to go down by three. Instead, he goes for it and does it, and then turns around and tries to kick a field goal from you know fifty some odd yards. So, a lot, a lot of head scratching coaching moves from uh, South Carolina last last night in that game. So, uh, with that being said, I just think uh, if, if Troy's just got to be that bad. So, hopefully, South Carolina pulls through and uh, covers this line for us. Campbell, what do you got on South Carolina and Troy? Um, I'm going to agree with him for South Carolina. This one works out because you told me uh, ULM sucks and Troy lost to ULM. So I guess that's saying something. And I always pick South Carolina because I went to that journalism conference that one time. So, you know, this one works out in my favor. So I'm going to go to South Carolina. I'm hoping at some point that journalism conference works out for you. That would be good. All right. Uh, <laughs> we should call this a five-star lock, you know, because yeah. the, the journalism conference uh, five-star lock here. All right. This is a good game. Uh, it'll be getting started probably around the third quarter of the Ole Miss-Alabama game. An interesting game. Tenth-ranked Florida, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at undefeated Kentucky. Five o'clock, ESPN. Campbell, what do you think? Eight-and-a-half points, Gators are favored. Um, these are one of the ones I just don't know anything, uh, other than I feel like Florida's better. So, you know, I'll go with Florida. 
All right, Greg, before the year, I really thought UK, this was going to be a week for them. And now I'm, I'm getting reluctant on it because Kentucky's not played particularly well and Florida has, but it is eight and a half points and it is on the road. It's in Lexington, a big opportunity for the Wildcats. What do you think? I'm going to go with Kentucky here. I, uh, you know, I know they have, I, I, they haven't beaten Florida in a hot minute. I think, uh, I forgot what that record is. It's I like it's once high. in the last 20 years. Yeah, so, um, you know, maybe uh, Kentucky's just been looking forward to this game, you know, and just trying to get by and make sure, you know. But I think they're going to go all – I like Kentucky. I just uh, – for some strange reason, I've, I've liked them the last couple of years. And I know last year they kind of uh, faulted faulted uh, at the end. But I, I like Kentucky this year. I, I think uh, it's going to be a big game in Lexington. And uh should be a good – it should be a really good game. Mississippi State coming off that uh... – Lost to LSU, had a, had a comeback at the end that fell short. Mississippi State heads to Texas A&M. The Aggies coming off the loss that we talked about earlier to uh, Arkansas. This is a 6 o'clock game. It's on the SEC Network. Pretty interesting contest. Mississippi State a nine-and-a-half-point underdog in College Station, Greg. I like Texas A&M. I just uh... – I, I just I can't take I, I I went to Starville for the first time in probably 15 years yesterday and uh, it's still terrible so uh, nothing's <laughs> changed in Starville and uh, glad that that town's uh, really expanding on the terribleness uh, uh, but with that being said I just can't take uh, state in, in, in any regard so uh, I'm gonna go with Texas A&M hopefully they win by two touchdowns. Do you like the color maroon, Campbell? Is that a is that a color you can do much with from a fashion standpoint or is it is it difficult to work with? I mean, I just don't like the color in general, I feel yeah. like. And this is a lot of maroon in this game. This is an ugly yeah. football game from a uniform standpoint. All right, he's going with Mississippi, with the Texas A&M, Greg. I mean, Campbell, what do you think? Um, well, I feel weird picking Texas A&M after we beat them last week. Um, but I also feel like Texas A&M will win, and I'm behind Greg. So – you know, I'll go with Texas A&M just for the reason that I feel like I can't pick Mississippi State for this one. All right, that's fair. I, I respect that. All right, the game of the day. I mean, God, this is awesome. Um, we're going to spend 30, 45 minutes right here really breaking this one down from an X and O standpoint. Connecticut, a 14-point uh, dog. They go to Vanderbilt. This game's at 630. You can watch this. if God, if you just have no life at all, it's on ESPNU. And – if you watch this, I'm sorry. I really am. And I, I'm, I'm, I mean that. And I reach out to me, and I'll talk to you. I'll give you some numbers. We'll get you some help because this is this is awful. All right, Campbell. I think it's your turn. Uh, Connecticut's a 14 point favorite at Vanderbilt. What do you think? Um. Well, I'll go with Vanderbilt. I didn't know there'd be anyone. I mean, I don't even know anything about Vanderbilt football or anything other than they suck. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll go with Vanderbilt just because you said Connecticut is worse than them. They are. So that's what I'm going to do for this one. Greg, this is this is like walking into LBs and being told, hey, you can have nothing. You can pick between the water and, like, there's some flat seltzer over here, but that's all you can have. Man, uh, I actually like water, so, I mean, I, I'd be a good option for me if that was the case. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I can't think of anything water. good. <laughs> I can't think of anything good to say about this game. Um, you know, maybe fourteen. Maybe I don't. Maybe Vanderbilt might not even score fourteen points. So, 
uh, I, I'm going to go with the under. So with that being said, I'll, if I like the under, I mean, it'll be like 35 to 28. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, the the worst team of the bunch, and I'm going to go with Connecticut. But we'll just uh, see how bad Connecticut really is. All right, we'll wrap up today's picks with uh, Auburn. The Tigers coming off of a weird, lucky referee-aided victory at home over Georgia State. They are ranked 22nd in the country for reasons that I don't completely understand. They go to LSU, LSU coming off the win at Mississippi State. This is an 8 o'clock game. This is the drunk game. Uh, if you're watching this, it just means that you've watched football all day and you're you're going to watch more football and you've had too much alcohol to go anywhere, and so you're just sitting and watching this. This is Tiger Stadium, crazy games at night, 8 o'clock ESPN, LSU a three-and-a-half-point favorite, Greg. Uh, I'm going to have to go with LSU on this. Uh, I mean, you know, I think that, like you said, the 8 o'clock game and uh, you've, uh, you know, had a lot of uh, beverages uh, with, that, with ice to keep hydrated. And uh, you might – I don't think you make it past the, uh, the uh, halftime of this game. I mean, you know, if you did this – if you did your Saturday right, I don't think you'll make it to halftime of this game. So, with that being said, you'll find out that uh, LSU kicked a field goal with like one second left to win the game. So I'm going to go with LSU. All right, Campbell, what do you think? He's taking LSU and laying the three and a half points. I'm going to agree. I never pick Auburn. <laughs> I've developed I mean, a hatred for Auburn. And I think she's won every, every, every uh -huh. game this year. I think yeah, I Georgia think State was good to her last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's been, it's worked for me, so I'm not going to change, change it up now. So I'm going with LSU. All right, so to recap, you're both picking Arkansas to cover against Georgia. Uh, you got a split on Tennessee-Missouri. You're both picking Ole Miss to cover. You're both picking South Carolina. You got a split on Kentucky-Florida. You're both picking Texas A&M to beat Mississippi State. Greg's got UConn. Campbell's got Vanderbilt in a game that I ought to just give them both a win for having to pick it. That's it, it's, it's almost unfair. And uh, both going with LSU in the late game in Baton Rouge. All right, Greg, before we go, tell the people – how they can uh, get in touch with you this weekend and, and uh, what they need to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, always call the store, 662-259-2999. Just always call the store. If you know that you're going to uh, want, you know, 10 lane trains and 10 uh, cream cheese, ribeye sausage mushrooms and 10 jalapeno poppers, you know, it's always good to get that uh, order in just so we can have it ready for you. And that way we always have it for you. So uh, we, we have been uh, pretty busy the last couple of weeks and, I assume we're going to be really busy this weekend and then next weekend, regardless of uh, the outcome of the uh, of these two games, I think we're going to be really busy also. So can't wait for the next two weeks. And like you were saying, the, you know, the fall weather's kind of uh, dipping in and uh, pretty sure it's going to get hot next week for some strange reason, but uh, hopefully the weather's nice and uh, it'll be a good weekend and uh, people can fire the grills up, grill up and hang out and enjoy themselves. Campbell, you want to give your LB's order here, or do you want to you want to wait and think about it? I need to think about it. <laughs> We're going. We got her. I, I got her a beef tenderloin ready. I literally put her name on. I uh, literally set set one over the side and say, "This is Campbell's beef tenderloin." I think we're going to do some of those strips again on Friday night. The strips were fantastic with the sous vide and all that stuff. They were they were absolutely oh, yeah. terrific, and they're easy to cook. You know, you just sear it on each side. I mean, you know, and it's a perfect amount of meat too. It's like twelve to fourteen ounces, and you can eat the whole steak. You know, so I'm a big fan of that New York strip. 
Yeah, I am too. All right, we'll leave it there. Greg, thanks for the time. Campbell, thanks for the time. Thanks to all of you for making us a part of your week. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor, presented by LB's Meat Market. For Campbell, for Greg, I'm Neil. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.